Broski here, and right now, you're listening to the Matt Madness Podcast. They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Pashery. With me this week on Throwback Madness Road to WrestleMania are my good friends, Ek2Fly, Eric Trembicki. Hello. Preptagon Jr., Josh Prepaguina, international YouTube superstar. What's up? And Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo, the ladies call him Balo, Aaron Lloyd. This is our second to last, the penultimate episode of Throwback, well, Road to WrestleMania this year. It is my choice. WrestleMania 10. We have one more to go. That will be Prep's pick. You'll get that next week. Uh, but before we get into WrestleMania 10, I was the only one, I think, old enough to be watching wrestling at the time that this was out. Alo, do you want to refresh our listeners' memories on our rating system? Yeah, if it's a horrible show, it's a job. Fossil Metal Minnesota Slavonok. It's a fantastic show. Get the show stop. All right. So, who wants to give a rating first for WrestleMania 10? I'll go first. Okay. I'll give it a slobber knock. <laughs> okay. I wasn't, like, my favorite match of all time is on this show, but that didn't save the show. Too. <laughs> it wasn't enough. It was not enough. Eck? Um, well, Prep's touching on a certain match in there. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm going to give it a show stop. Wow, did not expect I, one of those to get so, thrown in here. There's a match that I think is underrated on this. That I'm sure, sure we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. But I forgot about this match. I've seen it probably at least four times. And the reason why I know I've watched this match a lot, I remember, you know, being young, maybe like 10 years old, and my my parents, you know, you get a little bit of cash, go buy, you, <laughs> you know, buy, buy your siblings a Christmas gift. Right. And I remember that year I had bought, I can't, I bought my brothers both VHS, Coliseum Home, <laughs> uh, WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what was the other one I got for one of them. Maybe it was like six or something, but I know I bought ten. Um, the ladder match, obviously, watched multiple times. And I remember, excuse me, I remember, you know, popping that in the VCR many times watching it. There's... Definitely hiccups, and there's still a lot of things in the show that you see. Wow, 24 years later, Vince is not really changed. <laughs> you know, there's still some of the stuff you're like, oh, okay, he probably just started doing this recently. No, I mean, th- th- some of the stuff he does right now that makes a lot of wrestling fans cringe, he's been doing it since then. There's a lot of cool stuff from this show. Um, I think especially, you know, for Prep Aaron and I, our age groups, a lot of these older, like, pre-WrestleMania 14, a lot of them, and even that one, they're, they're hard to watch in its entirety. But this, this more than some of, some of them, it has some special moments. I'm going to give it a, a showstopper. Wow. So, Alo, I know you didn't seem to agree with the showstopper rating. That light Heineken must have gotten <laughs> But, um... I'm gonna give this a. I'm just gonna give this a slobber knocker due to the greatness of Sean and, and Razor. I've never worn to fast forward through a show like this in my, <laughs> in my entire life. Cause I had a hard. Cause um, due to scheduling issues, I had a hard time like watching it. So I had to watch at least by the last hour and a half right. before I got here. And my God, did I want to fast forward? <laughs> it was. Oh, the shortest WrestleMania we've probably ever reviewed. Two only two it hours is. and forty three minutes. Mm-hmm. But 
nothing happened. It's a two-match show. No, nothing happened. Um, there's a little bit of silliness. I did pop for a few things. <laughs> um, the first black president was here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'll give it a slobberknocker just out of respect out of sh- for showing a razor and Owen and Brett. Yeah, I go slobberknocker <laughs> as well. Obviously, as a 15-year-old, I thought this was great. As a 38-year-old, not as great as I would have <laughs> would have thought. You know, if I was 38 when I saw it then, probably wouldn't have loved it. Uh, but it was a good show. I was very thankful for the two hour and forty three minute. Oh man, that was time time slot shorter than a, an episode of a weekly episode of Raw. <laughs> I was thankful for that. So thank you. Uh, so we had the classic opening montage. It's the tenth one. They show a lot of highlights from the ten years. Uh, they actually build it ten years in the making, which is interesting because we reviewed WrestleMania nineteen last week. And that was 20 years in the making, Vince versus Hogan. So I thought it was funny to see that on this show, that it was 10 years in the making. Uh, and the first WrestleMania ever without Hulk Hogan as a part of the show. Yeah. Um, oh, and one more thing. Mm-hmm. No Undertaker. No Undertaker. He was hurt, right? I believe so, Because yeah. I think he fought the Undertaker yeah. at SummerSlam. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, no Undertaker. I think I said... You know what? I'll hold off because that, that's an episode that we haven't gotten to yet. <laughs> You'll hear it when we release the, the other episode. Um, so Vince emceeing. Uh, I always have said I'm like nostalgic for like Vince's voice commentating. But now that I've watched a couple of those old manias with him commentating, I can't take it because... What you hear him do on commentary, yes, which is getting yes. to probably something <laughs> yes. that Eck was, was alluding to earlier, you hear that he still wants the show to sound like that. Well, no, no, my thing was, it's like, when you hear him talk, you could hear him backstage saying that exactly. to Michael Cole. Yeah, that, like, what he's Michael doing on the microphone at this WrestleMania is what he still wants the show to sound like now. Putting over the stuff that he wants, <laughs> acting like stuff is funny when it isn't. Oh, look at him! <laughs> yeah, like really emphasizing the stuff that he likes, even though maybe that's not what other people like. So it, it drove me a little crazy hearing him because, like, oh my god, that's what he's telling Michael Cole to say now. I think also another thing that cracked me up, as different as they are, you can see the similarities, and I'm, I'm talking about the same person, but when you listen to his voice and the way he does commentary, it's almost so different from the evil Mr. McMahon character, but, it, you know, they're, they do have the similarities there. Yeah. But you can just tell. It's like, you know, this isn't the guy you would expect six years from, so, from then totally to be doing what he was doing. Totally different persona. He's ridiculous. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to something to where I was like, I had to pause it and be like, this guy is a nut. <laughs> <laughs> He is a nut. And there, there's actually something I'm really looking forward to getting to as well. Something small, but I'm really looking forward to saying something. Uh, America the Beautiful by Little Richard. <laughs> what is Johnny B. Bad doing Exactly. That was in my notes. <laughs> like, Johnny B. Bad was brought in there for this gimmick. It was pretty bad. Uh, he was not singing live. And I can't imagine how bad it would have been if he had sang live. But, yeah, that was the gimmick Vince wanted in Johnny B. Bad, who would ultimately be the wild man Mark Marrow. Yeah, let's get to the most overrated match in WrestleMania history. <laughs> Vince, Vince brings out... <laughs> Vince, I know there's one person at least listening to that who's probably texting as he's hearing it. 
Um, Vince brings out Jerry the King Lawler. One second. After yes. he prays prep on two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, show opens with Owen versus Brett. Uh, a popular choice for the best opening match in WrestleMania history. I don't think anyone of us believe that. I wish I would have never watched it again. Because um, I liked it when I saw it initially. Yeah, so I guess the first thing I have to mention is... Laugh and I and some of our friends have, for the previous 24 years, been throwing around the phrase, that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. And this storyline was what brought that line out of Owen Hart. When he kicked his leg out of his leg, I believe at Survivor Series, was it? I don't remember. Was it the week before? I don't remember. Whatever it was, that's it was the Rumble. Uh, they had their tag match with the Quebecers, I think. Uh, Owen known as the Rocket at this time, which I don't remember at all. Yeah, I, I mean I was only that. three. When yeah, happened. <laughs> Vivid memory. Yeah. Um, I don't. So, guys, give me your thoughts on the opening match. So I'm gonna say that was a discussion we had recently. It was a question: What's the greatest main match? I mean, I'll be honest. It doesn't ring no bell, no jog, no memory. Anytime someone says that match. I know I've watched it. It never. It didn't like stand out. It didn't steal my attention. I was glad to rewatch it and say, "Well, I feel like I was missing out on something." Uh, my mind's not really changed. It's a good match. Owen and Brett are both great in-ring technicians. But when I think of WrestleMania, is there like an opening match that pops in my head? Like I think that's kind of overanalyzing a little too much. But you know, I don't think if I had to pick a top 50 matches, I'm sure that's not even going to make my top 100 on a match I have to watch. Yeah, it was was good for what it was and for the time, but as an opening match in WrestleMania history, to me, it does not top Daniel Bryan and and Triple H. (laughs) And who? Triple H. (laughs) Yeah, for me, Owen Hart was so much better than Bret. Oh, yeah. Owen Hart was so ahead of his time. Like, those are my two notes on it. Like, I didn't really enjoy the match. I did like the finish, though. But, like, and Brett could sell his ass off. Like, that's one thing I always give him. But every time I go back to watch these older shows with Bret Hart, I come (laughs) out of it not liking him. Like, I get bored watching him. But Owen Hart is great. He was very much a product of his era. Like, he would not have transcended. I don't think he'd be a star in today's wrestling industry who Brett because I think what Brett did is not really it's not really what sells now one thing though hell of a sharpshooter <laughs> but not better than Sting <laughs> I thought you were going to say not better than The Rock <laughs> uh, what did what did Joey call that's it last the week? doll the shooter the Simone sharpshooter the Simone sharpshooter yeah that's brutal Ayla your thoughts on this one I can't believe I'm going to be the, the lightest on this match because everybody just poo pooed on it <laughs> but um I'm going to say, when you watch these older shows, you have to watch this at that, like, kind of get the, the visual of, like, what was going going on during that time period. So, for this match, this match was good from a, a technical aspect. Same thing what Eric was talking about with Jericho and Michaels on 19, that was like, it's not what, it, what everybody hyped it up to be, because it's about a, it's from an in-ring technical perspective. So, for the time, and what the kind of fan that laugh is, for all about being all about the moves and transitions... I see his point, but I did text him during the week because I wasn't around, so I can't speak on it. Well, I was, but I was still sipping bottles. Yeah. But 
I can't speak on it, so I asked him, like, what did this lead to for um, Owen? And he said he can't, re- he doesn't, like, vividly remember, but he does remember the cage match at SummerSlam, which I do know about. And he was saying both Brett and Owen weren't Vince guys. And our thing with the whole Triple H Bryan match was that it had so much stakes. It was a thing throughout the whole show, and it was built months, like maybe six months prior. Well, yes, about six months from July, to, um, j- around July until April when um, WrestleMania happened. And it was a thing throughout the show, so it built the moment and stuff. But Owen winning this match really didn't lead to anything for him. Now, see, at that, at that time, you might not have those same feelings, but in retrospect, looking back on this show and comparing it to what happened with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30, it's not even a comparison. I think the Daniel Bryan versus Triple H match is better because of that. So, Owen won King of the Ring at the next paper. Yeah. And then SummerSlam, I believe, was the pay-per-view after cage. that where they had the steel cage match. And I don't know if it was on another pay-per-view or another Raw, but I do. I, they had a lumberjack match for the title that they did a dusty finish on where Owen actually won the title, and then it was because of some kind of interference, and they restarted the match, and Brett won. Um, there was, like, something else that kind of came out of this feud. I'm trying to remember what exactly it was. Um, oh, I think something happened with Brett where, like, Helen, I, Jerry the King Lawler made oh, fun of their mother, Helen. Yeah, oh, Jerry, the, the fact that he still hated Brett from last year's yeah, oh, yeah, was yeah. great. Awesome. Um... She somehow got involved in their feud, and somehow she cost Brett the title to Bob Backlund. And that's how Brett lost the title that Bob Backlund would lose like two days later to Diesel. To okay. Diesel. Well, um, Lawler was great for that. I mean, he he ran down the Hart's family for mm-hmm. years up mm-hmm. until like 97, 98. It was great. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I don't take like the in-ring aspect of the match is good. But again, it's one of those things, and it may have could have been with like the you know my brothers and who I grew up with. My brother that was a, a Brett fan, he preferred you know I guess more of Brett's tag work, or when it was one on one, he referred more to his matches with Sean and Owen. I mean, I guess I have kind of my own memories of Owen, so I don't really think too much of it. Right. Well, Brett looked cooler. Definitely Owen, one of the, the best matches of the night. Definitely not gonna be my favorite match. Right. Think. Well, Brett just looked cooler. The jacket, the glasses, but Owen was better to me in my opinion because. When I was start when I started watching it was before Owen not too long before Owen passed. So going back and watching these older shows, I get to see more of Owen. I'm like, dude, this guy was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I I posted the the Instagram clip when he won the slam. Well, <laughs> he to- stole a slam. He yeah. said he won it. It's like, yeah. Hey, Bulldog, you got two titles. You made two titles. I got two slams. And, <laughs> and the whole Austin stuff. Even this, like, kicking the um working on Brett's leg and all the antics he did throughout the match. I really did enjoy it. But for the t- for, it was great for what it, we'll get. I'm gonna get to that later too. But for its time, it was great. Yeah. But it may not age well for older fans. It'll st- it'll stand in high regard. But anybody not just now tuning in to watch it, it may not stand the test of time. Yeah, I liked it. I just didn't like it more than the WrestleMania. Yeah, I did. I liked it too, but it was not better than thirty. Yeah, um, Davey M gave it four and three quarter stars. I'm a solid. Two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so a little more than half of what he gave it. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, we had Todd Pe- Todd Pettengill with an oh. interview with Owen. Owen always had that gross spit that would always be stuck yeah, on his why, mouth yeah, somewhere. No comment. No comment. Lips were chapped. Yeah, it was always gross. <laughs> and Owen seemed to always get lost when he was talking. Like he didn't really know where he was going when he started. 
All I want him to say is, like, enough is enough. Like, that's all I want to hear. <laughs> I am not a nugget. I am not a nugget. Uh, we had a Coliseum video, <laughs> uh, WrestleMania moment, WrestleMania 2's Battle Royal. We had, you guys are not going to remember this guy. I do because the commercials were on all the time. The president of the hair club for men, Cy Spurley. <laughs> this Those was commercials, ridiculous. Yeah, it was Fink with the wig on. And this is one of the Vince moments when Vince is, ha ha, they like it. Like, ah, no, they don't. Nobody really cares. Because <laughs> um, you know that's what he says now uh, when, mm-hmm. like, he's he loves something. Although I, I did, I'm not going to lie, I did enjoy seeing Fink kind of like, a little extra confident yeah, with his hair. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. Like, I didn't get it. Yo, imagine, I don't ever want to hear anybody complain about celebrity involvement when it comes to Mania after watching these Oh, no, they have shows. no doubt, because these Jesus older Manias were ridiculous. Yeah, it was brutal. Uh, we had Bam Bam and Luna Vachon against Dink and Doink. His main this squeeze. Was, this His was main fun. squeeze. That was a great a great uh, little throw-in by Fink, right? The combined weights, always love them. Yeah. Um, I always thought Luna was just vile as a kid. Like she, I just always thought she was so gross and disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's underrated, though. Yeah, she was. she's actually good. Um... Uh, what I don't have was this worse or was LT worse for Bam Bam? I don't know which one was a worse LT. I I like had fun watching it. <laughs> I don't know. I if love it's Dink. Like, I like. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Doink the Clown, and I really like uh, Bam Bam. So I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this more than the last match. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I did. Cause like I'm a sucker for like stupid comedy. Like and this was definitely that. This was that. Yeah. Like Dink was great. Oh yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, I enjoyed watching Dink. Um, I- I'm just watching. And he had it balls. Like, I mean, the match is over, and he was he was. Yeah, right he went back right after it. Bam Bam. The end was a little weird. It was, like, that's what I have. Like, what a mess after yeah. this match. It, I don't know what it was supposed to be. What the point was? There were some like botched spots in there. I botched think. spots. Really botched. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you guys give it. Davey M gave it. One and three quarter stars. I'm at like two stars. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. I was actually surprised it didn't go higher. Uh, so Alo mentioned the first black president, <laughs> and we cut to a fake Bill Clinton, who was up in the the president's box as That's they not, were that calling it. That was a good it. fake. Wait, and that it was, was a good fake. That was a fake. <laughs> Wait, are Wait, you being serious? I no, swear I, no, to God. No, tell you, I had to Google it today. Are you? Hold on. So one of my comments, <laughs> I said I couldn't wait to say, I'm not 100% convinced that WWE wasn't trying to make people think it was actually Bill Clinton. It, I, it so you guys like thought it might I actually... I swear to God, I thought it was... The first, I didn't watch this twice because the first time I didn't take notes, but... I googled this. I'm like, was this really Bill Clinton? Like, I really pop, like, okay, WWE was really at a at a high point. You had the president there. Yeah. <laughs> at work like today. At work today, I made a comment to somebody. I was like, damn, I was watching WrestleMania 10. The president was there. <laughs> Imagine if the president was at WrestleMania this year. <laughs> How much he'd get. So, oh my lord. This ruined the joke. I was because the joke there, that there, I was gonna it, make is a good. Ch- <laughs> there's a better chance of the president <laughs> now being there. Yeah, the joke that I was gonna make was the idea that clearly this is a fake Bill Clinton, but they were. I think they were trying to portray it like it was really him. It, it wasn't a joke on their part. Like, oh, this is a fake Bill Clinton. We're gonna pretend he's real. I think to them, they were like, let's just act like he's really yeah, Bill Clinton. Yeah, because when I wiki it, it was like Bill Clinton. And <laughs> yeah, but this is funnier that you guys actually thought it might have been Bill Clinton. It looked just like him. <laughs> I guess because why would the president say, well, you know, we're going through something now. Yeah, he's not just like, like 
I really wouldn't like to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel your pain. But I swear to God, I thought it was like actually Bill Clinton. No, it was not Bill Clinton. Uh, that's This is funnier than the joke I was going to tell, though. Um, so we had a, another Coliseum video WrestleMania moment, WrestleMania three, Hogan and Andre. Uh, we had a Falls Count Anywhere match, <laughs> Macho Man versus Crush with Mr. Fuji. Did Macho Man get the biggest pop of the night? Probably. I think so. I think so. Um, so, time out. Wasn't, so, he was on a commentary at 9, correct? So, Raw had just started, I think, not too long before this. January, right? Yeah. And, or maybe it was no, the year before. The year it was before. the year before. So, he was on commentary, and I believe what happened was when Yokozuna was, like, flying high, and they, did, and they brought Luger in to be the first one to body slam him, they did the body slam challenge, and... Crush tried to body slam and ended up getting destroyed by Yokozuna. It got him off TV for a few months. He was injured or something. And then the whole storyline when he came back was that him and Savage were best friends. Savage was the one who talked him into doing it. And he never checked on him when he was away to see if he was okay. So Crush came out and attacked Savage. Damn, why didn't they tell that story? That's what led to the match. No wonder I gave this thing a showstopper. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So... It was interesting Falls Count Anywhere rules that when you had a count, you had 60 seconds. Yes, yeah, what? I love the rule. What? I, I, that rule was terrible. <laughs> that was unique. This what? was so much longer than What is this? I was pit- look, because, all right, so time out. If it would have been a normal uh, pinfalls anywhere match, that match would have been over in a minute. I was like, damn, I don't remember this ending like this. I, I swear like, they go to the back. We, we would have been down to a two-minute, two-hour and 34-minute WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> they literally, the first pinfall goes on, I was like, man, I swore, did I like Macho do something in the back? Like, I swear there's like a ladder spot or something. Like I roughly rem- remember it. And then like they start telling the rules as the match is going on. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. There's more to this. There's more to it. Yeah. So I enjoyed this. Yeah, it was only a nine-minute match. But um, it felt so much longer. Yeah. And then they, like, botched the finish. Like, he was supposed to be, mm. like, tied up yeah. and hung. And as soon as Macho Man walked away, he falls. <laughs> he felt, he felt what an idiot. Yeah, it was uh, interesting. I like the way he hung him. Then <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that's smart. One of my favorite touches was he's hanging him, and he, like, wraps the rope around the bar. He holds onto it with his teeth, I think, till he grabbed <laughs> the rope again. I thought that was funny. So did he leave? I'm sure he left a few months after this, right? It wasn't long. So Hogan signed in the summer. Mm-hmm. So if this was March, I want to say Hogan signed in June or July, and then I don't think Savage was too long after that. Mm-hmm. So I would guess so this maybe, was his last mania. Yeah. Yes. Because I knew I knew he was on commentary at nine. So like when his music was cued, I was like, what? What is he? Yeah, because I, I was like, huh? Because I, I didn't look at the card before I saw it. I'll be honest, and like that's why like. I was like, man, this is really, in my head, I'm like, my <laughs> opinion, I was like, this is going to be like a one-match show, and then I wasn't expecting Macho in, in, and I was like, you know what, this is already putting it over more for me. <laughs> so you enjoyed this? I enjoyed this. Because um, I also recall this from being a youngster. So is this the one that you were talking about when we started off? Yes. That you had seen it multiple times? Yes. Yeah, it was a clever spot to hang him up, you know, that he so he couldn't get I enjoyed this match more seconds. than Brett and Owen. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the match. Obviously, you guys know my affinity for the Macho Man. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed it. Crush. Wish I would have known the storyline before. I would have enjoyed yeah. it even more. I still always associate Crush with being the, the new member of Demolition. 
he all he ultimately became, you know, he's introduced as from Kona, Hawaii. I think he was known as Kona Crush at one time, yeah. where he was a surfer, maybe. Um, but yeah, I did enjoy this match. I get why you maybe wouldn't have because there's a point where you don't know what's actually happening, where they haven't explained what the rules are, and it's like, why is he counting after he got pinned? Let me tell you someone who didn't enjoy this match. Okay. Davey M. did not enjoy this match. He gave it two and three quarter stars, but guess who didn't enjoy this match more? Me. <laughs> two stars. What's your highest rated match so far? Brett and Owen? Yeah, but still not highly it, rated. Like... 2.75 or something. 2.5 stars. Still, still a match of the night for you. Yeah. So we cut to Todd Pettengill with the fake Bill Clinton again. This time with Stop IRS. Stop telling me it's fake. It's, that's really blue. This time, this time with IRS praising him for raising taxes. Um, God, I wrote that out with Bill Clinton. Yeah. Uh, we had He's a vignette most. for FanFest. And I don't know if you guys were just skipping to the match. Not only did he think, know, not I, only I did he think it, it was the president, he also thought he was black. Yeah, yeah he really thought he was <laughs> a black. Bill Clinton, man. first black president. Uh, how and he bad? was there at WrestleMania <laughs> yeah. 10. During the Fan Fest vignette, how bad did you guys want to hit up the Hasbro uh, stand? The I Hasbro did. booth. My my hype has died down on Hasbro. Really? Yeah. Oh, not me. It was, it was a phase. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of when I saw it. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I, I thought about prep when I saw that, too. It was a, it was a phase for me. Now I'm over it. <laughs> but yeah, I was feeling pretty good. So you, you would have hopped into that Hasbro booth if you had the opportunity. What would you uh, rate the Hasbro segment? Was Earl Hebner in the four, ring count at three? Four and a half. Four and when, a half the, when the kids were pinning each other? Was that Earl Hebner at the ref? Uh, it was either him or Dave, I think. Okay, well, I would have loved to drop an elbow on <laughs> Earl Hebner. I would have loved to have seen <laughs> You could drop an elbow on him at WrestleCon. Mm. Mm. How much would that cost, A-Lo? 20 bucks. It's, it's worth, it. worth it. I will pay for it. It's worth I was going to say, I would pay for it. Uh, how about I'll yell at him like The Rock did? <laughs> <laughs> You guys already know I'll, I'll pay for somebody else to do some ridiculous <laughs> stuff. Uh, we had Savage to Paramount Theater at Madison Square Garden. Another Coliseum Video WrestleMania moment. Mania 4, Savage wins the WWF Championship. We had a women's match. Leilani Kai versus Alundra <laughs> Blaze. Wait, so this is another segment where I was watching, and I'm like, are they serious? Like, King is like... Look how beautiful Leilani Kai is. And I was like, whoa, I hate bro. Yeah, uh, so I hear the name Leilani Kai. I didn't Speaking remember of who hate, she was. I mean, the whole show. He was so was good at put Like, hate? Oh, my. Like, That's all he did. He taught time. generations how to hate. You yeah. know you know who's underrated good to hate people? JR. Yeah. He was good. It, it's it's rare. In, like, the 96 shows, he was a heel commentator. He was a, He did a real good job. No, he was really good at that. But I hear the name Leilani Kai, and it sounds like someone who would be, you know, like a Japanese wrestler or Asian of some sort, maybe Hawaiian, and she just looks like some middle-aged, like, white bus driver from Delco. I was glad you said Delco. I was glad you said Delco. Wait, but did, wasn't she billed from, like, Japan or something? I don't know. I think it was a while. Yo, I swear, every other match, someone was billed from Japan. And the best part was Vince was like, because like, we talked about Vince earlier just saying stuff. You, you just want him, because he wants you to watch it as he's mm-hmm. playing. So he's like, oh, my God, you got to have a bunch of action in this match. Nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> the action packed. Action packed. Like, nothing happened. So the way Leilani Kai looked next to Alundra Blaze, 
was similar to the way I felt standing next to Hugo Knox at the performance center. <laughs> like a different man. I mean, it was just like two different species. That's like what it felt like to me. She's still alive, too. Is she really? Yeah. How old is she? Uh, 58. Was she born in Delaware County? Because I feel like she had to be. Tampa, Florida. <laughs> Close well, enough. Well, one. <laughs> <laughs> she taller than X. She's five seven. Wow. Oh. I'm 5'8". <laughs> I'm 5'8". You're shorter than me. Prove it. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that the same height. <laughs> Next time you same guys are on the show man. together, we're gonna bring the uh, bring out the measuring yeah, tape. Yeah. Something I did find interesting when I when I start this pay per view the um. Alundra Blaze 24, um, whatever that thing is, the documentary on her, it played before this. I started the show. And um, I've been meaning to watch it. I know Eric brought it a while ago about how they forgot she was women's champion. Yeah. And she that, that's why she ended up throwing, throwing the title away on WCW. I'm like, oh, that's, that's really interesting. She was, <laughs> like, I'm a, she was like, I'm a legit wrestler. Right. And, then, and they didn't put emphasis on her. So I, I'm going to revisit that after watching that clip. Yeah, I think they just didn't have people they could throw in there with her. Oh, yeah. Because, like we said, that was so mismatched. Like, you're not going to look at those two and think they... It's like one of these things is not like the other. Um, yeah. Uh, Davey M gave this <laughs> a star and a quarter. I give it a half a star. It was not All that right. fun. Fair enough. I was wanting more from it. Yeah. Just because you always hear about how good Alundra was and how she was so much better than everyone. And you just think, because this is supposed to be the show of the year, you would think... You'd find the best thing for her. I hope that wasn't the best it's thing. Three and a half her, minutes long. This match. There's no not way a, not that a she's fifty eight now. <laughs> There's no way she's fifty eight now because she was at least sixty. <laughs> <laughs> she looks so old. At least sixty. I think that was like a mid nineties thing. Just the look Ugh. was not uh, good. Even a lunge's little bob, whatever that was. Yeah, mm, not good. Or bang. I'm sorry. Yeah, I hated the lunge's robe coming to the <laughs> ring too. I did love. Her exit of the ring after she won. What did she do? She did, um, Punk used to do it too. It's kind of like they jump on the top rope, put your uh, hand, your forearm, on the outside of the ring skirt and just kind of like bounce outside. Oh, I got A few other people did that. Uh, the thing I popped for most in this segment was we saw ringside, we saw Mula, we saw (laughs) Mae Young. We saw Captain Lou Albano and a young yeah. Nikolai Volkov. Good friend. Friend. I was like, Damn, Russ, I was like, look at you. <laughs> Russ needs to grab that suit for Mania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was, he was looking good, Nikolai. Friend of the show. Yeah. Um, Mania moment, WrestleMania 5. It was the segment with Roddy Piper. No need to talk too much about that. We had Ronda Shear from Up All Night, which you guys definitely don't remember. But I remember it was just like a bad movie they play on USA like after midnight. Was she really the best looking character in that? Sh- on what? On up, up all night. night. Well, it wasn't a show. It was just like she. It was an old movie they would play, and she would be the host of. You know when they go to commercials, uh, she would bring it to commercial. Yeah. Or I was about to say. Everyone was making USA did do that a lot yeah. in the nineties. I remember that. Everyone was making a big deal about they want to be up all night with her. I was like. In the nineties, this is not the girl my brothers were showing me. No, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so. We had HBK jump in and say they were an item. They they recovered in uh, Rumble ninety five. <laughs> yeah, uh, Burt Reynolds cuts in. Burt Reynolds wearing his Florida State <laughs> jacket, which I thought was a nice touch. Uh, tag team championship match. Oh my goodness! Men on a mission versus the Quebecers. The original R truths. 
What were they saying? What was, who was that guy rapping? That His name was Oscar. What, what, what was he saying? Other than New York, I had no idea what he was saying. It was just a positive message. <laughs> that was the original power of positivity. They're doing it a lot better now. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> I was like, all I heard was New York. I'm like, what is he saying? He's not even saying anything. He's mumbling. So did anyone hear pop for Johnny Polo manager? I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> yes, those awful boots he was wearing with the suit. We'll talk I mean, about awful suits. That's, that's, that's a great thing to to see how you can watch. Like you see it with old pay per views, the flashbacks, the manias, where you see someone who became something. I mean, yeah, the guy who won the hardcore championship more than anyone else. So go down to history as a great, right? Johnny who was Polo. managing the Quebecers to a tag team <laughs> title. Um, Men on a mission won by a countout, and did they win the titles or were they? No, just they were just it? holding I was them. Up. So confused. Yeah, they were not the champions after that. Um, anybody with thoughts on that? Well, Davey M had a good <laughs> thought. Can I say how much I love this bit, by the way? <laughs> Davey, <laughs> my favorite part of this song. <laughs> Davey M, star and a quarter. Okay. Me, a quarter star. <laughs> Have you rated anything past what Davey M has rated? Nice. I feel like yes. you've been significantly Oh, yes, under. yes, yes. With doink. doink. The Doink, doink. doink. Okay. I got. Oh, yeah, because you said you liked it. Wait, you only gave it a quarter star? This message just happened, yeah. Despite Raven being out there. <laughs> yeah. Not enough. That, Not that enough was the goal. Not enough for no, three quarters. Mabel was awful. <laughs> oh, his partner was even worse. Their finisher. Big Daddy V. Yeah. Their finisher Viscera. was terrible. <laughs> the, the world's largest love machine. <laughs> and, and the silk. I was like, oh my God, this is so bad. Yeah. What were you going to say, though? Ian? That was it. Oh, okay. Oh, and the, the one part I did like is... This was when I started, in, like, Vince selling the real big guy. Yes. Like, he had a thing for him at this time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he put his belt on one. Yeah. Oh, look at That was crazy. Look at the yeah. size. Look at the size of that. He, he was really trying to sell him on the mission. He really was. Yeah, yeah, and then Jerry Lawler running him down. Uh-huh. Oh, so it's good to be fat. Oh, no. <laughs> like that. no he, he, had, he had a line saying, dang, these guys are so fat. I know what to kill their appetite. I love your blaze face. <laughs> 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 Wow. <laughs> I was like, yikes. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> uh, Coliseum video, WrestleMania <laughs> moment, WrestleMania 6, Hogan and Warrior. Obviously the moment from that show. Great show. Great show. Uh, the guest celebrities for the first WWF championship match of the night. We had Ronda Shear as the celebrity guest timekeeper. We had, of all people, New Kids on the Blocks, Donnie Wahlberg as the <laughs> ring announcer. How about his voice? Ridiculous. And that's not what he really said. That was definitely oh put on. Oh, my God. Uh, Mr. Perfect wearing referee pajamas as the special uh, guest referee. The best part of the match. No, no, I'll get to that. Second best part of the match. Yeah, so Lex Luger versus Yokozuna. Oh, Mr. Perfect. I did want to say great music. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed his theme song. Excellent music. I liked Yokozuna's good music. Good hair. I yeah, that liked was good that music. gimmick. I liked Yokozuna, yeah. Me Yoko too. Zuna I thought it was, was a great. As a kid, I was 14 or 15. I was scared of him. Yeah, I felt like how could anybody beat this guy? He was that terrifying. Um, yeah, I thought it was a great gimmick, great song. I hate Jim Cornette, but we don't need to get into that. Lex Luger is terrible, as yes. terrible as I remember. <laughs> Yo, so wait, wait, wait you, didn't, you didn't like Jim Cornette's suit? No, I best, about best, best part of the match was his suit. <laughs> Yo, no, the best part of the match was when Lex came out and Vince losing his <laughs> mind. Look at this guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, his no arms. Reactions. And this, yo, he was selling him like crazy. Skyrocketing into the next decade. Yeah, like, he yeah. is so, like... The All-American American. <laughs> like, he is so bad. Like, I didn't have much exposure to Lex Luthor. My, my, 
main exposure Lex Luger was in WCW when he was like in the Wolf Pack, so he just kind of looked cool or whatever. But the last two throwbacks, he's been ter- he is terrible. He is terrible. So I don't know if Laugh said this on air or off air at one point. He mentioned something about Hogan, how he was upset that uh, when Hogan lost to the Warrior. And I was like, I'm surprised you feel that way because I know you're not a Hogan guy. And he said, no, I loved them. But I got to the point when I saw, like, Brett and those guys, the way they worked. And I was like, oh, no, these are the guys that are good, not Hogan. I didn't get to that point till later. But even I knew Lex Luger sucked when I was a kid. <laughs> I remember when Hogan left and they brought in Lex Luger, and I was like, this guy? I was like, are you kidding me? He didn't win a title, did he? No, no he okay, never did. I, so. and I, I think, think they never, brought him in there to be that. Like, that's why he came. They he never he won a championship guy. in WWF. But he did get a bus. <laughs> yeah. The Lex Express. He was the narcissist at one point, <laughs> yeah. which was a ridiculous gimmick, always looking in the mirror. Yeah, but yeah, Neville's, this clearly Neville's didn't work cape. out. Yeah, this did not work out the way that uh, Vince intended. And he was when Nitro came out, debuted in when ninety four, or was it Nitro ninety five? I really in the late ninety five, okay. if not ninety six. Okay, yeah, I'm not really sure. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Perfect is the referee wearing, as I said, referee pajamas. I don't know why they were so awesome. loose and baggy, but That's awesome. With it, was his a Mr. it was a romper. With the Mr. Perfect, it was <laughs> a romper. With his boots on and those big baggy pants like tucked into them. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, he was great. Thought he, it was a uh, one piece. It was a romper. Yeah, when Luger brought the two managers into the ring and uh, as instead of counting the three for the pin, all he's doing is checking on the two managers. <laughs> so good. Then DQs Luger and then ex- explains to him why I did it. You know? <laughs> I was mad he didn't smack the gum, like spit it out and yeah. smack it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nothing happened until that forearm. Nothing. Yeah, no. The it, crowd woke up. Yeah, terrible match. If Vince, that might, that might have been the, the night Vince knew, oh, I made a big mistake. Because <laughs> clearly nobody cared about Lex Luger. I feel like he got a decent pop when he came out, but once the match started, nobody cared at all. So, I wasn't around, so I'm not like, I don't, I'm not that knowledgeable about Yoko. So, how did you feel about him back then and now? I mean, I hated him back then because I was very much into what they were selling me. I was buying it. Mm-hmm. So I was into the baby faces. I, for the most part, hated the heels. And I found him to be a terrifying heel that I thought none of the guys I like are going to be able to beat him. It's impossible. So from that standpoint, that, that that's how I felt about it as a kid, I respect that, that I felt that way. And even looking back on it now, I'm like, this worked. The, the little details that I didn't really appreciate. The one thing I will say is you guys all know me as a pretty liberal, progressive guy. <laughs> um, and I was not at this time in my life. I was very much a red, white, and blue <laughs> kid and hated him because he was not American. And looking back on it now, I'm like, gosh, should they really have been teaching me that? <laughs> to hate people just because they weren't American? That kind of sucks. Um, you were a card-carrying member. I was. Uh, but, no, great character, great gimmick. I liked all the little touches of, like you said, cornet suit, great Mr. Fuji in kind of the uh, more traditional Japanese gear I thought was great. I, I love every little detail of Yokozuna, and I definitely appreciate him now even more than I did then. <laughs> Angel was watching this with me. This might be inappropriate, but it was funny. <laughs> She's like... Is he alive? He's really big. <laughs> uh, he's dead. I think he's been dead for about 10 years. Yeah. To, to piggyback off Aaron's question, 
again, with, you know, um, different age generations here, would you say he's underrated present day when you look back and people talk about champions or legacies? Yeah, because I don't think anybody speaks of him like he's important. And not everybody who was champion through the years has been important, but Mm -hmm. I I do think that he was. Mm -hmm. So the other funny thing is that he's out there as Yokozuna, this sumo wrestler, and his real name is Rodney. (laughs) (laughs) He's Japanese, but he's Samoan. (laughs) So one thing, and, and, you know, it's funny where, you know, we talk about present day, you know, how people are are made out to be. But, you know, he had a a recent elite figure to come out (laughs) and... Great figure, by the way. For, for I, Troy, I've read, for I've read, yeah. <laughs> I've read this stat on the back, and it's one thing that's like you know, but you don't really process. So WrestleMania nine, he is in two world championship <laughs> matches. WrestleMania ten, he's in two world championship matches. The workhorse. I mean, but that's that's the most insane thing. He's got to be. He's in like the top two, if not top three, most heavy. WWF champions of WWE champions of think, all time. Yeah, I think build in this match at like five sixty eight or something like that. But but imagine to say that. I mean, how many people can say they had four WrestleMania matches in two years? But right. he was in in two years. He was in four four WWE matches. World Championship <laughs> matches. That is a crazy stat. I think yeah. I forgot, didn't realize that that happened. I mean, I remember it, but I didn't realize that that exactly. Happened. That's one thing when you know going into the show, I was like, wait a minute, he's going to be defend. He's going to have two matches, and then like I was like, how does but again, they really didn't build up to it well. But I was like, how does he get? How does Brett get to the match? Right. <laughs> That's a crazy stat, act. But I got a real crazy stat because uh-huh. Davy M gave this <laughs> match half a star. I agree, Davy M. <laughs> half a star. This match for the simple fact that Vince McMahon is hilarious selling me Lex Luger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Davey gave this half Russell, a star. Half well, a WrestleMania star. nine, Yoko got buried by all the talent. Buried Yoko. Mm-hmm. To, there he that's goes how again. you know Hogan was a company guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Until on Triple H, <laughs> he beat Yoko what thirty seconds? Yeah. Oh yeah. Immediately <laughs> with the black eye. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania Coliseum video WrestleMania moment. I feel WrestleMania Coliseum needs to sponsor the show. They so. do. Uh, the blindfold match between Jake the Snake Roberts and Rick the Model Martell. I remember this vividly because it was one of those storylines that I was really invested in. Um, Harvey Whippleman <laughs> out in the ring, ripping Fink for being a Yankee. So I always remember hating his accent. Whippleman? Yeah. And so, yeah, my hatred, as much as I was a red, white, and blue Stars and Stripes kid, I definitely had my hatred of the South even then. And I hated Harvey Whippleman. Uh, Fink shoves him to the ground, and then Bo Dallas comes out, <laughs> a.k.a. Adam Bomb, and he gets crushed by Earthquake. I don't really remember what the significance was of any of that, if there was any. Yeah, Davey M gave it a dud. I agree. Zero stars. <laughs> if I could give it negative stars, I would. Uh, we had Todd Pettengill in the locker room with Cornette and Yokozuna. Uh, Cornette just rambling some nonsense about Brett. And the, the extreme close-up on Yokozuna's face, which I think they may have stolen from my uh, promo before the Royal Rumble. <laughs> um WrestleMania 8 Coliseum video mania moment was just The Undertaker. I don't know if that was his first appearance. Oh, no, WrestleMania 7 was his first WrestleMania. Uh, We had the ladder match between Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. Prep's favorite match of all time. So I'll just ask, Prep, you can take it first. I'll ask everybody, does it hold up still 24 years later? 
Yes, it does. I enjoy this match, like, if I watched it for the first time. I don't know... Because those two, like, they're not my favorite wrestlers. Right. But that match just... It's something that I go back. It's the nostalgia of it. It's probably the first ladder match I remember seeing as a kid. So seeing it again... And I think it was really well worked. I liked it way better than the first match. Uh, <laughs> Davy Davy M gave it five. I give it six <laughs> because it's 2018 and I can. Fantastic match. And it happened at Madison Square Garden. Now that the six star precedent has been set, match of the year. <laughs> For I 1994. Yes. I can't top that. I have, I have two nitpicks. Small, no, not even really nitpicks. I mean, the match is so good. Uh, Scott and Sean are notorious to razor, say that they piece. have many uh, hit and bottom, uh, whatever. <laughs> they are known for saying that they've had better oh ladder matches at house shows. So that can only let the mind wonder wow, like th- there actually was better than this. This match was great. Aaron hates Hebner. My only complaint with the match is they open it. There, the only rule is there are no rules. Diesel's <laughs> there. Get out. Uh, nitpick. Hey, been, look, do, you, do you think you can do an impression of Fink saying the only rules are there are no rules? Yes. So you want me to do, I'm going to do the whole thing. It, whatever you want to do, <laughs> I just want to hear some Fink. <laughs> I can't do an old WWE show without you giving me a Fink impression. Okay. All right. Put your toupee over. <laughs> <laughs> the following contest is the ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. In this contest, there are no rules. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> it's funny because from the first time I ever heard you do it, I was like, that is shockingly good. And I've probably heard it about 12 times now. And it still shocks me how good it is every time. You'd think I would just be used to it, but it always surprises me how good it is every time. After our 100th episode, I think some of my friends who are not wrestling fans who typically don't pay attention to the show, I think one of my friends sent the video that Prep posted of our 100th episode. And that was like one of the first comments we got on it was, oh, that guy's Fink impression. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's not just us who appreciate it. So, yeah, I thought this match was great. It's funny how there's a guy who was in two matches on the evening a guy who won the WWF championship on this evening, who was still pissed that he had a ladder match before these two did with Shawn Michaels, and he's mad that he didn't get to do the first one. <laughs> so if you don't know who I'm talking about, uh, you will shortly. But, yeah, I thought this match was great. Still holds up. I had the – my Twitter background image was the image of Shawn splashing splash, off the yeah. ladder for three years probably. And, and you asked Prep, does this match hold up? I mean, still to this day, there are wrestlers that are getting ready to do a ladder match, and the night before, they're watching this match. They're either watching this or they're watching the tag matches from mm-hmm. the early 2000s. Right. Well, I, for me, I, I, was, I was around a few years later started right. watching, so I don't think this is age well. I, like, my nephews, they've started to get into wrestling. I couldn't show them this. Because they wouldn't appreciate this for what it is. Like, when we reviewed um, SummerSlam 98 a couple years ago with Triple H in a rock ladder match, I, this is similar to that. Like, there was, like, like psychology to this ladder match. And there's only one ladder. 
which which I did love. There's only one ladder, not ladders lined up across the ring and stuff. Yeah, they, they have become OD with that. Yeah, mm. so it was like legit psychology in this match. I, I always loved the iconic spot of Michael doing the splash off the top of the ladder. These guys legit killed each other. The elbow drop with his tights pulled down. Yes, and um, <laughs> like even when they were hitting show with the ladder, like they were like throwing it at each other the entire time. And my favorite spot in the match was um, when when the Razor he um slingshot Michaels into the ladder, and Michaels held onto the ladder and fell down with yeah. the ladder. I thought that was great. And nobody can quite ever sell like Shawn Michaels. Even when he got caught up in the rope, like he sold it. <laughs> like, it was like, okay, this is fantastic. Yeah. And the fact that he was like so full of himself the entire match, I thought was great. And I, I, I really want to revisit this storyline, like maybe go back on the network and actually see, like maybe I could find a video package to sum this up a little bit because this seemed like, a, this was like kind of the first of its time, I, I believe, with the two two dual champions mm-hmm. at the same time. But I really did enjoy this match. I, I appreciate it for what it still is, but I don't think I could show this to my younger nephews now and they'll be, like, and be, they'll be entertained by this. Yeah, we also had the classic <laughs> razor pose at the top of the yeah. ladder holding the two belts up. Because um, I remember seeing that in the old WWF magazine. Like, why do you have... Yeah, with two I, I, I was like, were they Intercontinental Tag Titles? <laughs> I, I, was like, yeah. I was like, the Intercontinental Tag Team. <laughs> Can you say that? The Intercontinental Tag Team Champions? <laughs> the Intercontinental Tag Team Championship! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, you mentioned the slingshot spot, which is the same spot... Sean did with The Undertaker in the Hell in a Cell match when he slingshotted him into the cage from outside when Sean ends up busted wide open before they climb up to the top of the cage. Uh, Prep, do you have any more thoughts on this match? No, but I have a thought on something that I saw that I just uh-huh. remembered like during this match, during the entrance. That suede brim WrestleMania 10 hat was <laughs> so fire. The shirt. The sh- I saw the shirt on eBay, and one of the guys in the crowd had it. I was like, God, if I actually like this event, I'm going to buy it. Is it suede or corduroy? Yeah. <laughs> it was suede. Just, there might Is be a corduroy one, too. I need it. It's no, you expensive. Said, you said Dave gave this five stars, and you yeah, gave it six? Yeah, I gave it six. Yeah, he gave it six because it happened at MSG. Yeah, fair rating. Uh, yeah, the Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had some weird segment in the locker room with IRS, uh, Double, Double J. J. Hall of Famer, Double get, J. Getting ready for 10-man tag. Yeah, which never happened because they couldn't decide on their team captain. The dumbest thing I've ever seen. We had the Million Dollar Man with Bill Clinton. <laughs> uh, William <laughs> Jefferson Clinton. Um, so, WrestleMania 10, they make a big deal about Brett and Owen, um, their match being one of the greatest of all time. WrestleMania 30, they make a big deal about, like, three people getting cut off the card and Triple H and Daniel having a great match. I mean, it's kind of like a, you know, every, I guess, <laughs> like... similar, every 20 years. <laughs> so, <laughs> WrestleMania 50, we could expect something similar. Oh. 16 years away. Um, WrestleMania moments, WrestleMania 8, the world's largest toga party. I remember that. Um... That was when Nine. JR was there, right? Yeah, yeah. not yeah. We, yeah First day on the job. Mm-hmm. On. Yeah, <laughs> we had a Brett vignette and Hogan buried young talent. Yes, we had a Brett vignette, which I didn't think was really necessary. It didn't seem like a storyline vignette as much. These were long. Both of these were really yeah. long. Yeah, long, but I think it was it 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 sold him. It sold 
how good he was, I'll tell you that much, as someone that's not a fan of him or not <laughs> like a, I'm not like I don't dislike the guy, but I mean, like I said, when it came to that generation, Brett or Sean, I always like Sean more. But I mean, this this package isn't like the notorious WWE quality. Didn't right. have like the proper music, but I mean that was the time. But I th- I thought the package was good. Yeah. So for me with Brett. Like, my first experience with him was when he was in the Hart Foundation with Jim the Anvil Neidhart, and they were a heel tag team with Jimmy Hart. They were the first tag team champions I knew, and they had a feud with the British Bulldogs, who I loved. And so I hated Brett. And then I just remember him starting a singles run in maybe 91 or 92, which led to him ultimately being the Intercontinental Champion. And seeing him as a singles guy, similar to Laugh, there was something about the way he moved, the way he operated, that I liked. It was just different from everybody else. And so I was kind of on board. But, yeah, then by the time HBK finally kind of broke out as a singles guy, I was like, no, this like this guy is the guy, not Brett. And I kind of turned on Brett because, to me, he just was boring, which I think you guys <laughs> alluded to earlier in the show. I like Heart Foundation. Um, well, New Heart Foundation, yeah. Brett. He was cool. He had some edge to him. Yeah. Um, I the thing that I did like, and I don't know. Well, you said you fast forwarded. I don't know if you saw during the Yoko vignette. I don't know if you guys have seen the defining moments Ek Two Fly figure, <laughs> <laughs> but the defining moments Ek Two Fly figure gear was featured. <laughs> Prominently <in the> <laughs> featured. <laughs> Prominently featured. Yes, it was. I did notice that. And for that. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually also in the, the vignette with um, for Brett. Yes, it was. Okay. Uh, special guest celebrities <laughs> for the main event. We had Beverly Hills 90210's Jenny Garth. <laughs> and we had Burt Reynolds as the ring announcer and Rowdy Roddy Piper as the referee. You see, I'm getting my Burt Reynolds on. I right do. Now. Is that what inspired it? I think the so. The Mustang? Oh <laughs> WrestleMania 10. So, Brett the Hitman Hart against Yokozuna in the main event for the <laughs> WWF Championship. <laughs> Brett selling his injuries from earlier in the night against Owen. Uh, what the hell was the finish of this match? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> because I didn't remember that being the finish. Because I, I know, I, know, I, I couldn't remember because I know there's a show... Where Brent won by disqualification, I think he beat Yoko by disqualification, and like the whole the whole backstage like celebrates like he won. I thought I was like, is this it? But I remember Brett, I know Brett won the title here, so I'm like, how? Yeah. And then I'm like, really? Like I, I like I rewind and make sure like Brett didn't shake the ropes or anything, but he really just lost his balance. If you knew how many times I rewound it to see if Roddy <laughs> Piper, because he was standing there with his arms out like waiting for it, and I was. I was just thinking, did he yeah. shake the second rope? Yeah. And he never did. And I then, was like, I don't know what and then happened. Min, and then after he fell, Vince was like, oh, he hit his head. He hit his head on a turnbuckle. I'm like, no, he didn't. <laughs> no, he lost his balance, fell back, and then got pinned. It makes zero sense to me. Yeah, I I, I was blown The best away. there is, the best that just can. Yeah. Any thoughts on the main event? Well, Davey and David... <laughs> Two and a quarter stars, and for that terrible finish, I give it a dud. <laughs> Anybody I, with good thoughts on this match? That John was what? Piper knocked out um, Cornette. Best part. Yes, he did. Eck, any thoughts on this one? I'll be honest. Uh-huh. I didn't watch this match. No? You didn't miss nothing. <laughs> no. Yeah, you didn't miss nothing. Was yeah. on late last night. I paused right before this match. Was going to get to it today. Didn't have time. 
WrestleMania 10, positive thoughts, orange ladder match. <laughs> Nothing else matters. Yeah, I mean, that was, well, I'll get to this in a second. So, match ends, locker room kind of empties out to congratulate Brett on winning the championship. You see Owen. Was, it, was this his first championship? First no, it, was, no. it was his second, second. I think. Um, Owen comes out to the ramp, very upset, obviously, that Brett wins the title. Luger comes in to congratulate Brett. And this is one of the kind of lasting things is Vince saying, we're, we're blasting off into the next decade. Welcome to a brand new era. And this is clearly when the new era started, where there was post-Hogan. They kind of were starting a new group of guys to be the top guys, which were Brett, Razor, and Diesel, Ma- Macho HBK. Man's now having uh, Terry Funk-esque matches. Right, so. <laughs> right. So this was kind of the, I guess, the launching point where they made Brett the champion instead of a big guy. But yeah, not a good match. A decent WrestleMania. Like you said, good moments. I think you said that earlier in the show. Not everything was good. Not everything was bad. Was uh, the show was was pretty good though. Um, I don't. I don't really have any other thoughts. I will say that the main reason why I picked this was because I did want to. When we reviewed uh, WrestleMania 30 last year, we made. I think we all kind of agreed the Daniel Bryan Triple H match was the best. Uh, the best WrestleMania opening match in history. And we got a little bit of blowback saying, well, what about Bret and Owen? So that was one of the reasons why I wanted to pick this was for us to talk about that match and kind of compare the two. And the other one was obviously the ladder match. Shawn Michaels being my favorite of all time up until a few months ago. <laughs> Razor Ramon, I think we all kind of have respect for Razor Ramon slash Scott Hall. So I kind of wanted to get, to get into that because we haven't done a whole lot of Shawn Michaels stuff on our throwbacks. So I think it's always good to find a, a big moment for him to add it into the show. So any final thoughts from any of you on WrestleMania 10? I enjoyed reviewing this one, and I surely do hope WrestleMania 34 will be better. Mm-hmm. Only because I'm going. <laughs> Prep? Yeah, this show was a show stop. Well, not a show stopper. <laughs> this show was a slobber knocker, but this review... Show stop. Halo, <laughs> final thoughts? I enjoy prep better than Davey M. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. More consistent than Davey M. Um, so I guess that's the show. We will be back next week with Prep's pick. We're not going to spoil it, so you have to wait another week to find out. But that was WrestleMania 10, Road to WrestleMania. So for Ek to Fly, Eric Trembicki, for... Preptagon Jr., Josh Prepaguina, international YouTube superstar. And for Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo. The ladies call him Balo, Aaron Lloyd. I am Ron Pashery. We will see you next week. Hop on the top rope by the land with his elbow. Got him now, put him down right now. Hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist of Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my balls. Shut the mystery man, it ain't safe to land. Off the cell, fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man.